You are glorious. You are excellent. You are excellent. I give you all the glory. I give you all the glory. All the honor. All the honor. All the praise. All the praise. All the adoration. All the adoration. Say, God Almighty. God Almighty. You are God of Abraham. You are God of Abraham. God of Isaac. God of Isaac. God of Jacob. God of Jacob. You are the wonder waking God. You are the wonder waking God. The miracle waking God. The miracle I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you so much. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. Take over me. Take over me. Lead me. Lead me. Guide me. Guide me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Sanctify me. Sanctify me. Purify me. Purify me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. You are the Alpha. You are the Alpha. The Omega. The Omega. The King of Kings. The King of Kings. The Lion of the Tribe of Judah. The Lion of the Tribe of Judah. I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you so much. Say wonderful Holy Ghost. Wonderful Holy Ghost. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. I open my heart. I open my heart. I open my spirit. I open my spirit. Teach me your way. Teach me your way. Reveal to me. Reveal to me. You are divine revelation. You are divine revelation. Bless me tonight. Bless me tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that where two or three come together in my name, there I am in their midst. Hallelujah. Know that also tonight Jesus Christ is here. God Almighty is here. The Holy Ghost is here. Angels are here. We are in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. 
Then also tonight, I want to just encourage you tonight before we go further. You know, if, if you do certain exercises every day, let's say every day you do 100 push-ups, you may not be aware that something is happening to you but uh, sooner or later you will begin to see your body shaping up because of those exercises that you are doing hallelujah Amen. in the same way let's say you have got a tree and you begin to chop that tree maybe you chop it with a hundred strokes you chop it every day with a hundred stroke 50 strokes like that sooner or later that tree will fall down hallelujah Amen. it's the same thing let's say you are building a house you have got a this house that you are building when you're building that house you just put a four four hundred and fifty bricks in a day sooner Amen. or later that house will be completed Amen. Amen. hallelujah Amen. it's the same thing in the things of the spirit every day you are praying for certain for as much as much time you are praying every day like uh, in this prayer where we pray every day for 30 minutes which is just a raw prayer you may not be aware that something is happening but something is happening Amen. you are not remaining the same you are growing hallelujah Amen. it may be the same thing every week you are fasting in a day two days in every week you may not be aware of it but something is surely what is happening i want to tell you tonight there is a progress whether you are aware of that progress or not there is a what there is a progress that means somebody may be say ah i just want to i just want to be eating this tree with 50 strokes of just with the of an x 50 strokes even whether this person is saying i'm hitting this tree for fun if he's putting an effort whether it was for fun one day the tree will fall down Amen. whether a builder is saying that ah i'm just helping my friend to build but i'm putting 250 250 bricks every day he's trying to build soon or later say, ah my friend house is complete the house we are building is what it's complete i'm trying to tell you tonight there is no way around it there's no way around it a progress the program is for sure is if you are doing Amen. these things there is no way there won't be progress Amen. if you do these things you pray like this, you listen to the word of God like this, you practice the word of God. There is no way you won't grow spiritually. Amen. Amen. It is impossible. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. 
It is impossible to do these things and you remain the same. The Bible says that you will reap what you sow. Amen. If you are a true, whether you are a true farmer or you are a trying farmer or you are somebody who's farming for fun but you are taking a seed, you put it into the ground, this is the fertile soil, you water it. I'm telling you, something is going to come out of the ground. Amen. It is by principle and these things, you're going to get progress. You're going to get results for sure sooner or later. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. There's nothing called praying for fun, spending the time in the presence of God for fun, doing the things of God for nothing. Amen. It is impossible. Amen. Sooner or later, Amen. you will reap what you sow. Hallelujah. Amen. Sooner or later, you will reap what you have sowing. Are you sowing prayers? The results of prayers will begin to to manifest in your life? Are you sowing the word of God in your life? Listen to the word of God. Are you sowing financially? What? How are you sowing? How are you practicing these things? What are you doing? I'm saying to you, there is no effort that we are putting, which is what? Which is in vain. I don't know whether you are hearing Amen. what I'm saying. Amen. The Bible says that in the book of Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6, verse number 10. The Bible says that God is not unjust. He will not forget your work. And the love that you have shown him, and as you have helped these people, continue to help them. First of all, the Bible says that God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love that you have shown to his people. He will not forget your work. He will not forget your effort. He will not forget what you are doing. God is not unjust. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. There was a time when I was growing up. I was in primary school. I was in high school. They were trying to teach me English. As they were teaching me English language, they told me as faithful as a dog. I don't know much. I've never had a dog as a pet in my life. But I can tell you as faithful as God. I think I don't know much, but I can tell you they, they, they were supposed to say that as faithful as God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Maybe the authors of the English language, they were not believers. That's why they could say as faithful as dog. They were people with the dog. But if there were people who were saving Jehovah, who were saving God, they were supposed to be saying what? As faithful as God. He is not Amen. unjust. Amen. He is a faithful God. Amen. He will not rob you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You know, some people, you can work for them when it comes to payday. You don't see them or they don't pay. Those are people. But God is not unjust. 
I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. The Bible says that what? God is not unjust. He will not for everything that you are doing for him. Every effort that you are putting in his things. Every prayer that you are praying. Every tear that you are you are crying, every fasting that you are fasting, every money that you are giving. Amen. You might have given and you forgot. You might have done the things of God and you forgot. But God did not forget. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. The Bible said that in the, you know, God make a covenant with Papa Abraham. When he make a covenant with Papa Abraham, and he begin to name himself, that is God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the Bible said that there came a time, these children of Jacob, grandchildren of Jacob, they were in captivity in Egypt. But the Bible said that when they were crying, God remembered the covenant he made with Abraham. And he was not unjust. And Jehovah came and showed up and made sure that by all means, he takes them out of captivity. Because what? God is not unjust. God, he does not lie. God, he does not forget. Amen. People Amen. may fuck. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. But God will not forget your prayers. Amen. God will not forget your tears. Amen. God will not forget your offering. Amen. God will not forget you. Amen. The Bible said that one day, Jacob, uh, the son of Jacob, by the name of Joseph, he was in prison. He interpreted the, the dream of certain men who was a servant of Pharaoh. And the Bible said that that certain man, he forgot him after when he was out. He Amen. forgot him. But at appointed time when Joseph was supposed to be out, God made sure that Joseph was what? He was remembered. Amen. Amen. At a point in time, you don't know, you might think that God has forgotten you about your prayer. God has forgotten about your effort. God has forgotten Amen. about your tears. God has Amen. forgotten about your offering. But God does Amen. not what? God does not forget. Amen. I'm saying somebody is being saved and somebody is about to benefit and is about to be saved because of your prayers. Amen. Amen. The prayers that you were praying, sometimes you are thinking, is God even listening to these prayers? Is God even listening to my prayers? Am I, is, it a, is it like I'm talking alone? Is anybody Amen. listening out there? Amen. Is anybody recognizing what I'm doing? But God is not what? He is not unjust. Amen. God is a just God. Don't be Amen. discouraged. Hallelujah. Amen. The book, let us go to the book of Galatians, chapter 6. Manta Laba Yanda Labahaya. Let us read from verse number 7 going downwards. 
do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please flesh, from flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit, from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not be weary in doing good, for at proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. First of all, the Bible is telling us, do not be deceived. Because God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what? What he sows. You know, on that other verse in the book of First Corinthians, on the book of Corinthians, the Bible says that whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Amen. Okay, let us go. As we are reading, we are still in this verse. Let us go to the book of uh, Corinthians. Mantala pasunta rabayande. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, yeah, Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse number six. This, remember this: whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. So whoever sows generously will also reap generously. That means anyone, if they are doing whatever they are doing, whether it is to pray with the whole of their heart. They will get the harvest of praying with what? With the whole of their heart. Whether they get that harvest now or tomorrow, but at the end of the day, they will reap what they what? What they sow. If somebody is doing the work of God, sparingly will also reap what? Sparingly. If somebody is doing the work of God, generously will also report generously. If somebody is giving unto God sparingly, that person will do what? Will reap sparingly. If that person is giving unto God generously, that person will do what? Will reap generously. Your effort determine what you will get out. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible is saying that do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. The Bible is saying a man reaps what he sows. That means when the time has arrived to sow, to sow in any way, sow with the whole of your heart. When the time has arrived to do the things of God, do them with what? With the whole of your heart. When the time has come to pray, pray with what? With the whole of your heart. When the time has come to give, do what? Give with the whole of your heart. Because God cannot be mocked. 
in the book of Malachi, the Bible said that, can a man rob God? A man cannot rob God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Everybody will do what? Will reap according to what they have sought. Okay, anyway, verse number eight. Whoever sows to please their flesh, this is the person who's doing the things of the flesh with the whole of their heart. Oh, the person who's doing the things of the world, the things of the flesh with the whole of the heart. The Bible says that from the flesh they will reap destruction. There is nothing in flesh. There is nothing glorious into the things of the world. Then the Bible is saying that in other verse that we were reading a few days ago, it says that the wages of sin is death. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. The Bible says what? The wages of sin. Romans chapter 6, verse number 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is what? Is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Then whoever investing into the things of flesh, the Bible said that that person will do what? Will reap destruction, which is equivalent to death. Amen. But whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit, he will reap eternal life. Remember the Bible said that God is a spirit. His worshippers must worship him in spirit and what? In truth. And the Bible said that if the Bible said that God is a spirit and said that whoever sows in this to please the spirit, whoever sows to please God from this from God will reap what? Eternal life. Somebody who's sowing to please God is somebody who's doing the things of God with the whole of their heart to please God, doing the things of the spirit. Doing the things of the spirit, sometimes we're talking about what? Praying. Sometimes we're talking about what? Spending the time in the presence of God. Sometimes we're talking about what? Giving. Trying to please the spirit. Trying to please God. The Bible said that that person will reap what? Eternal life. Because God is not unjust. He will not forget your effort. He will not forget your work. He will not forget your prayers. He will not forget what you are doing. He will not forget your offering. The Bible said that one day there was a man who was always giving. This man's name was Cornelius. Cornelius, he was a giver, even though he was not born again, and he was worshiping God. He was a giver. Amen. As he was a Amen. giver, and the Bible said that one day, God was touched. He was touched by the offerings of Cornelius. He was touched by the prayers of a man who was not born again by the name of Cornelius. And he sent an angel. That, and God said that, tell Cornelius, Cornelius, I have, I have received this offering. 
I have, when he was helping other people, when he was doing the wonderful things, when he was trying to pray, I have received them. His prayers, they became like a remembrance of, I have remembered Cornelius. When Cornelius maybe was getting tired of doing good, of doing whatever he was doing for God and for his people, God said, no, what you were doing, Cornelius, you were not doing it in vain. You were touching my heart. As you were touching my heart, it is time to refresh you. As the Bible said that, God said that those who refreshes others will what? Will they themselves will what? Be refreshed. Then it was time for God to refresh Cornelius. Amen. I'm saying to you, your prayers are not in vain. Amen. Your time you are spending in the presence of God is not in vain. Your effort that you are you are doing to the things of God is not in vain. Your offering that you are giving to God is not in vain. It may seem like nobody is watching, but I'm telling you, the great Jehovah, the creator of heaven and earth, the, hey, the one who has created uh, us in his own image, the owner of it all, he's watching when nobody is watching. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. He is watching when nobody is watching. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. When you do the things of God, you must forget about people, but do it with the whole of your heart. Do it with the whole of your heart. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Let me tell you this. The Bible says that where two or three come together in my name, there I am in their midst. Let me tell you this. When the Bible says that there I am in their midst, it means that the God who is a spirit is in our midst. Sometimes, sometimes if we're physically here, you might look around and you might not see him, but you see each other. But it doesn't mean that he's not here. He is here. And he is the main guest in any one of our services. He's our main guest to any one of our prayers. He's the one whom we are having this service to have a meeting with. Then that's why whenever you are doing whatever, you are praying, whether you are singing, you are giving, you are in his presence, even though nobody may notice. But let him notice you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. He must notice you because he's the main guest. Even when you are offering, don't offer as you are offering to me. Let him be the one that you are, when it comes, if you are offering, you are offering to him. The one whom nobody can see. The Bible said that in the Old Testament. The Bible said that, any, the Bible said that anyone who will see God must die. Nobody is allowed to see God. It's not allowed. To Moses, the Bible said that when he wanted to see Moses, Moses wanted to see God. God said that, okay, I will make sure my goodness will pass, but you will only see my back. Because if you can see me the way I am, you have to die. Nobody is allowed to see God in this form. 
Then he come in the spirit so that we may live. He come to be in our midst in the spirit so that we may live. Then whatever you do, you do it for the spirit. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Sometimes you are busy, you are attending the services, you are praying. It's like, you go like, ah, is anybody noticing? Is anybody noticing what I'm doing or I'm doing it? in? I'm saying that God is doing what? God is noticing and he must be the one who notices more than anyone. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. When you have done it with all your heart, like the Bible says that in the book of Jeremiah 29, verse number 13, the Bible says that you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. When you do your everything with what? With all your heart, with all your beings. Not, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. This is one of the greatest secrets I found in my life. Amen. Amen. To be able to to be able to do things for the one who is a spirit. To the one who is a spirit. Sometimes I don't know. One day maybe you will have that opportunity where you will see me. If I have the chance to dance for him nicely in the service. Some people they used to think that maybe this man is crazy. Maybe this man, the way he's growing this thing, why is he doing things like this? Amen. Because I'm seeing the main guest. I'm not seeing people I forget. Who is human being anyway? Who is a man anyway? I'm, I'm seeing the one who's called Ancient of Days. The greater I am, the creator of heaven and the ocean divider. Amen. The Holy One of Israel. Amen. Then when I'm doing everything for him, I forget about, I don't care. But that time, I don't care about anyone because I want to do everything to please the one who is a spirit. Then the people who, who does not have a revelation and who, can, who cannot recognize him and see him, when they see you doing things for, for the spiritual person, spiritual being, Jehovah, they will think, ah, you are out of your mind. Amen. Because they will say, ah, why are you talking alone? Why are you talking alone? Eh? Why are you dancing alone? Huh? You are dancing alone. Why are you talking alone? He said, no, no, he's here. They say, who, who, who which one? I said, Jehovah is here. Amen. He's the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Then in order to walk with him perfectly and you do things for him well, he must be real to you. He must be real to you. Some people don't have, that's why they won't understand. Why are you praying every day? Why are the services all over? I want to fellowship with the one who's the spirit. He's a special guest. I, I want to invite him in my house. Imagine if you have an opportunity to invite, let's say, somebody who's big by the standard of this world, maybe a president. They say that you're about to host him in your house. This man, he, I'm not talking about a stingy president. I'm talking about the one who can just who can just do good things for you. But I'm talking about that. Imagine when you are able to 
to have God, the owner of the universe, to visit in your house, Amen. to visit your car, to visit Amen. your day. How, how, how many meetings will you want to have with him? Will you want to just have one? Uh, uh. Those who, who want to have one meeting with him, they will remain small. But those who want to have constant, constant connection with him, he will make them big because he's big. Don't you want to rub shoulders with angels? Don't you want to rub shoulders with Jesus? Rub shoulders with the Almighty? It's on this kind of meetings. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. It's with on this kind of meeting. If you are a person who are a spiritual person who understand the spiritual things, you will know that these are not the meeting to meet with man. Because he have said, when two or three come together in my names, there I am with them. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing Amen. what I'm saying. Amen. Then I found that sacred that I, I can invite him every day. I can invite him so many. Uh, and he comes. Uh, wow, I will do it over and over again. I will do it. He will come and when he comes, he's blessing, my, he's blessing your life. When he comes, he's blessing your, your house. When he comes, he's, I don't know. Amen. He's mightier than the mightiest. Amen. Greater Amen. than the greatest. Hallelujah. Amen. He is more generous than anyone. More generous than anyone. He's more generous than anyone. Is the is the if you want to know the one who's generous, it's him. Then when you fellowship with him, sooner or later, he will make you big. I don't know whether you are hearing Amen. what I'm saying. Amen. David, you when he started, he was just a nobody. He was just a nobody, but he was somebody. The Bible said that Jehovah called him the man after my own heart. In his family, they made David to be a shepherd boy. He was good for nothing. He could only he could only look for his father's flock. He was good for nothing. But the Bible said that David, when he will be there, he was a man after Jehovah's heart. He will be singing. He will be worshiping. He will be praising. He will be praising. And Jehovah was enjoying that. So now later, Jehovah sent a man, a man of God to come and anoint him. So now later, because of that anointing, David became big. He became the king of Israel. He even forgot that he was, a, he was looking afterward his father's flock. How did this happen? This happened when he spent time enjoy worshiping. Sooner or later, the Lord lift him up. I'm saying to you, it doesn't matter where you are in your life today. Hallelujah. Amen. But if you keep on spending time in the presence of God, if you keep on spending time with angels, if you keep on spending time with the King of Kings, sooner or later, it will make you a king in Jesus' name. If you keep on spending your time hey, with the Lord of Lords, sooner or later he will make you a Lord. 
He will transform your life. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Okay, that's what the Bible says. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, whoever sows to please God from the Spirit, will receive eternal life, will receive eternal things, things from above. Amen. It depends. What do you value the most? What do you value the most? Do you value the things of the flesh the most? Do you value the things of the flesh the most? If you are a person of revelation, you will value the spiritual things the most. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. That you will end up sowing in spirit and in spiritual things. Even though some people, because they don't see whom you are honoring and you are sowing to, and will call you a, it's like you are wasting your effort. It's like you are wasting your resources. It's like you are wasting your time. It's like, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. But sooner or later, you will reap the spiritual things. You will reap eternal things. The things from above. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You will reap the things from above. Amen. A Christian must reap heavenly things. Hallelujah. Verse number nine, the Bible says that, let us not be weary, become weary in doing good. For in proper time, you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. Do not be weary in doing the things, the things, the good things, doing it for God. Do not be weary. Do not get tired. That's what the Bible is saying that. Because sometimes, like I said, God is not, he does not come in physique. Like he's in your house tonight. Maybe if you are in your car, he's in your car tonight. Wherever you are, he is where you are tonight. In a special way like he has promised. But when he came, because he's a spirit, he did not come in the physical form. He came in the spiritual form. That sometimes, if you don't have the spiritual senses, you might not even feel his presence. You may look around and not see him. You may look around and not see those angels there. But it does not mean that they're not there. It doesn't mean that it's not there. Then when you are doing things for him, one of the things, do whatever you are doing for him by faith and don't get tired. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't do what? Don't get tired. Amen. As you don't get tired, the Bible says that in for in at a proper time you will reap the harvest. Now let me tell you, it does not end up saying that you will reap the harvest. You will reap the harvest if we do not give up. Let me tell you though. That means walking for God and being a harvester in God's harvest field. It is not for the heart, uh, 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 for the soft-hearted. It's not for those people who give up easily. 
I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. The Bible said that knock and the door will be opened. Uh, let me tell you this. In knocking, the Bible said that in, in, in the in the vendor Bible will say that omba ombani. Omba ombani means what? Knock, 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 knock. Amen. It is actually. That means this English Bible, it, it has missed something there. It was say, knock, 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 and the door will be open for you. But also you cannot blame the, the English one because it was translated from the Greek. Maybe the Greek, but is saying that knock, is not saying knock. Um, knock, 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 and the door will be what? Will be open for you. Amen. Knock, 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 knock. It's when don't give up. Knocking. With a, knock, 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 knock. And they don't, they don't hear you. They don't open. You knock once. But if you knock, 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 until you irritate the people who are inside. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. And they go like, hey, if we don't, let just let me just hear what does this person want. It's like we won't sleep here. Yeah. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. In the book of Luke, chapter 18, verse number one, the Bible says that then Jesus told his disciples the parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. They should. It was Jesus Christ. They should always do what? Pray and not give up. Amen. He said that they should always do what? Always pray and not what? Give up. Amen. Let me tell you this. Down here, Jesus Christ talked about a parable. A parable of a certain woman who was looking for a justice. And the Bible says that she was looking for a justice from a judge. This judge, he was a stubborn judge. The Bible said that Jesus said that this judge was a wicked judge. This judge did not fear any man. He did not fear God. He did not even respect God. But because this woman, she kept on going to the judge asking for the same thing the judge now even gave up so that okay okay let me just turn this table for her favor Amen. i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying let's maybe the maybe the judgment it was not turned to her favor because things were right it was supposed to turn to her favor but because she kept annoying the judge that's why the judge said that, no, let the judgment be what? On your favor. And Jesus Christ was saying these things to say that we should always pray and not give up. Don't give up. May God give us the grace not to give up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Not to give up. And when we don't give up, we will receive what God has for us in Jesus' name. Amen. 
That's what the book of Galatians chapter 6 verse number 9 says that. Let us not be weary in doing good. Let us not be tired also in doing good. Let us not be tired in praying. Let us not be tired in spending time in the presence of God. Let us not be tired of giving. Let us not be tired of doing good things. For at a proper time, you will reap a harvest. If we do not give up, Hallelujah. May God give us the grace not to give up in Jesus' name. To be faithful in prayer. To be faithful to sow in every good way, in doing good, in praying constantly until we see the results. Hallelujah. As you are knocking, knocking. Hallelujah. Amen. Because of time tonight, we are going to sing tonight together as we're gonna, gonna as we are going to worship. As we're worshiping, we'll be praying to say, Oh God, help me not to give up. Amen. If somebody, let's say somebody, this person wants to be in shape, want to lose weight, and all that. That's what people do. Doing push-up, doing the exercise. Sometimes when you're doing the 50 push-ups, you feel like, hey, I'm getting tired. Is anything happening to me? I'm saying keep on doing what you have to do. Sooner or later, you will see the results. Because God is not what? is not unjust. The Bible said that in the book of Hebrews chapter 6, verse number 18. The Bible, it is impossible for God to lie. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. It is impossible for God to do what? To lie. He, and in the book of Numbers said that God is not a man that you could lie. Amen. He's not a man that he, can, he cannot lie. If he has promised that he is going to bless you when you have done certain activity, surely he will do what? He will bless you. Amen. The Bible is just saying that here. For at a proper time. We will reap the harvest. Galatians chapter 6 is number nine, number 9. Sometimes you don't know the proper time. You think your time is a proper time. Amen. But God knows what? The proper time. Amen. Amen. Can we trust upon... I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You know, sometimes you know the problem of the people is because they look at other people's life. And they begin to compare themselves with the other people. You are not other people. Amen. Amen. At a proper time, there is a proper time for you. Amen. Where Amen. God will elevate you, and nobody will say will not say anything. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. I'm saying there is what there is a proper time for you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You know, somebody like like Joseph, when he's going through all the problems, they want to throw him into the pit, his brothers. After they want to be thrown into the pit, they are selling him to be a slave. He goes to the slave. Things begin to turn better in Potiphar's house. He's a leader. But he's accused. He goes to prison. 
after when he got to the prison, oh, that's when God showed up and began to lift him up to be a prime minister in Egypt. But sometimes in the time of problems of his life, he might have wondering, why me? Why me? Why me in the prison? Why me a slave? Why me? My family, they rejected me. They want to kill me, my brothers. Why me? You don't know why you, you are the prime minister tomorrow. Amen. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You are the prime minister tomorrow. You are somebody big tomorrow. Amen. There is a proper time and something bigger and better. Amen. That's why you are going through what you are going through. Don't just compare yourself with others. Our destinies are not the same. Because the problem starts most of the time when you begin to compare yourself with somebody. Don't, don't compare. Don't compete. There's something better for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, tonight, let us get ready to sing for God because we're not able to sing for God tonight. Let us stand up. Get ready to worship him tonight as we're combining with all the prayers. Let me tell you this. Worship like you have never worshipped before. Sing for him like you have never sinned before. As you are about to sing for him, the Bible says that it was by worship that the walls of Jericho fell down, that the chains fell down in prison in terms of Paul, Apostle Paul and Silas. Then worship in such a way something must happen by fire, by force. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us get ready tonight. I want everybody to stand right now, everybody. We just want you to know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
You are glorious. You are glorious. You are excellent. You are excellent. I give you all the glory. I give you all the glory. All the honor. All the honor. All the praise. All the praise. All the adoration. All the adoration. Say, God Almighty. God Almighty. You are God of Abraham. You are God of Abraham. God of Isaac. God of Isaac. God of Jacob. God of Jacob. You are the wonder waking God. You are the wonder God. The miracle waking God. The miracle waking God. I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you so much. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. Take over me. Take over me. Lead me. Lead me. Guide me. Guide me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Sanctify me. Sanctify me. Purify me. Purify me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. You are the Alpha. You are the Alpha. The Omega, the Omega, the King of Kings, the King of Kings, the Lion of the Tribe of Judah. The Lion of the Tribe of Judah. I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you so much. Say wonderful Holy Ghost. Wonderful Holy Ghost. I surrender to you. I open my heart. I open my spirit. I open my spirit. Teach me your ways. Teach me your ways. Reveal to me. Reveal to me. You are divine revelation. Bless me tonight. Bless me tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that where two or three come together in my name. There I am in their midst. Hallelujah. Amen. Know that also tonight Jesus Christ is here. God Almighty is here. The Holy Ghost is here. Angels are here. We are in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. 
Then also tonight, I want to just encourage you tonight before we go further. You know, if, if you do certain exercises every day, let's say every day you do 100 push-ups, you may not be aware that something is happening to you but uh, sooner or later you will begin to see your body shaping up because of those exercises that you are doing hallelujah in the same way let's say you have got a tree and you begin to chop that tree maybe you chop it with the hundred strokes you chop it every day with a hundred stroke 50 strokes like that sooner or later that tree will fall down hallelujah Amen. it's the same thing let's say you are building a house you have got a this house that you are building when you're building that house you just put a four four hundred and fifty bricks in a day sooner Amen. or later that house will be completed it's the same thing in the things of the spirit every day you are praying for set for as much as much time you are praying every day like uh, in this prayer where we pray every day for 30 minutes which is just a raw prayer you may not be aware that something is happening but something is happening Amen. you are not remaining the same you are growing hallelujah Amen. it may be the same thing every week you are fasting in a day two days in every week you may not be aware of it but something is surely what is happening I want to tell you tonight, there is a progress. Whether you are aware of that progress or not, there is a what? There is a progress. That means somebody may be saying, ah, I just want to be eating this tree with 50 strokes of just with the, of an X, 50 strokes. Even whether this person is saying, I'm eating this tree for fun, if he's putting an effort, whether it was for fun, one day the tree will fall down. Amen. Whether a builder is saying that, ah, I'm just helping my friend to build, but I'm putting 250, 250 bricks every day is trying to build. So no, let us say, ah, my friend's house is complete. The house we're building is what? It's complete. I'm trying to tell you tonight, there is no way around it. There's no way around it. A progress, the program is for sure. Is if you are doing Amen. these things, there is no way there won't be progress. Amen. If you do these things, you pray like this, you listen to the word of God like this, you practice the word of God, there is no way you won't grow spiritually. 
Amen. Amen. It is impossible. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. It is impossible to do these things and you remain the same. The Bible says that you will reap what you sow. Amen. If you are a true, whether you are a true farmer or you are a trying farmer or you are somebody who's farming for fun, but you are taking a seed. You put it into the ground. This is the fertile soil. You water it. I'm telling you, something is going to come out of the ground. Amen. It is by principle and these things, you're going to get progress. You're going to get results for sure sooner or later. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. There's nothing called praying for fun, spending the time in the presence of God for fun, doing the things of God for nothing. Amen. It is impossible. Amen. Sooner or later, Amen. you will reap what you sow. Hallelujah. Amen. Sooner or later, you will reap what you have sowing. Are you sowing prayers? The results of prayers will begin to, to manifest in your life. Are you sowing the word of God in your life? Listen to the word of God. Are you sowing financially? What? How are you sowing? How are you Amen. practicing these things? What Amen. are you doing? I'm saying to you, there is no effort that we are putting, which is what? Which is in vain. I don't know whether you are hearing Amen. what I'm saying. Amen. The Bible says that in the book of Hebrews chapter 6, Hebrews chapter 6, verse number 10. The Bible said that God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love that you have shown him. And as you have helped these people, continue to help them. First of all, the Bible says that God is not unjust. He will not forget your work. And the love that you have shown to his people. He will not forget your work. He will not forget your effort. He will not forget what you are doing. God is not unjust. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. There was a time when I was growing up. I was in primary school. I was in high school. They were trying to teach me English. As they were teaching me English language, they told me, as faithful as a dog. I don't know much. I've never had a dog as a pet in my life. But I can tell you as faithful as God. I think I don't know much, but I can tell you they, they, they were supposed to say that as faithful as God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Maybe the authors of the English language, they were not believers. That's why they could say as faithful as dog. They were people with the dog. But if there were people who were serving Jehovah, who were serving God, they were supposed to be saying what? As faithful as God. He is not Amen. unjust. Amen. He is a faithful God. Amen. He will Amen. not rob you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You know, some people, you can work for them. When it comes to payday, you don't see them or they don't pay. 
those are people but god is not unjust Amen. i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying Amen. the bible says that what god is not unjust he will not for everything that you are doing for him every effort that you are putting in his things every prayer that you are praying every tear that you are you are crying every fasting that you are fasting every money that you are giving amen you might have given and you forgot you might have done the things of god and you forgot but god did not forget i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying the Bible said that in the, you know, God make a covenant with Papa Abraham. When he make a covenant with Papa Abraham, and he begin to name himself, that is God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the Bible said that there came a time, these children of Jacob, grandchildren of Jacob, they were in captivity in Egypt. But the Bible said that when they were crying, God remembered the covenant he made with Abraham. And he was not unjust. And Jehovah came and showed up and made sure that by all means, he takes them out of captivity. Because what? God is not unjust. God, he does not lie. God, he does not forget. Amen. People may fuck. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. But God will not forget your prayers. Amen. God will not forget your tears. Amen. God will not forget your offering. Amen. God will not forget you. Amen. The Bible says that one day, Jacob, uh, the son of Jacob, by the name of Joseph, he was in prison. He interpreted the, the dream of certain men who was a servant of Pharaoh. And the Bible said that that certain man, he forgot him after when he was out. He Amen. forgot him. But at appointed time when Joseph was supposed to be out, God made sure that Joseph was what? He was remembered. Amen. At a point in time, you don't know, you might think that God has forgotten you about your prayer. God has forgotten about your effort. God has forgotten Amen. about your tears. God has forgotten Amen. about your offering. But God does Amen. not what? God does not forget. Amen. I'm saying somebody is being saved and somebody is about to benefit and is about to be saved because of your prayers. Amen. Amen. The prayers that you were praying, sometimes you are thinking, Ora, is God even listening to these prayers? Is God even listening to my prayers? Am I, is, it a, is it like I'm talking alone? Is anybody Amen. listening out there? Amen. Is anybody recognizing what I'm doing? But God is not what? He is not unjust. Amen. God is a just God. Don't be discouraged. Hallelujah. Amen. The book, let us go to the book of Galatians, chapter 6. Manta Laba Sonto Robo Yanda Labahaya. 
Let us read from verse number seven, going downwards. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please flesh, from flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit, from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not be weary in doing good, for at proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. First of all, the Bible is telling us, do not be deceived. Because God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what? What he sows. You know, on that other verse in the book of First on the book of Corinthians, the Bible says that whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Mm-hmm. Okay, let us go. As we're reading, we're still in this verse. Let us go to the book of uh, Corinthians. Mantala Pasunta Rabayande. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse number six. This, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. So whoever sows generously will also reap generously. That means anyone, if they're doing whatever they're doing, whether it is to pray with the whole of their heart, they will get the harvest of praying with what? With the whole of their heart. Whether they get that harvest now or tomorrow, but at the end of the day, they will reap what they what, what they sow. If somebody is doing the work of God, sparingly will also reap what? Sparingly. If somebody is doing the work of God, generously will also report generously. If somebody is giving unto God sparingly, that person will do what? Will reap sparingly. If that person is giving unto God generously, that person will do what? Will reap generously. Your effort determine what you will get out. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible is saying that do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. The Bible is saying a man reaps what he sows. That means when the time has arrived to sow, to sow in any way, sow with the whole of your heart. When the time has arrived to do the things of God, do them with what? With the whole of your heart. When the time has come to pray, pray with what? With the whole of your heart. When the time has come to give, do what? Give with the whole of your heart. Because God cannot be mocked. 
in the book of Malachi, the Bible said that, can a man rob God? A man cannot rob God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Everybody will do what? Will reap according to what they have sought. Okay, anyway, verse number eight. Who so whoever sows to please their flesh, this is the person who's doing the things of the flesh with the whole of their heart. Who the person who's doing the things of the world, the things of the flesh with the whole of their heart. The Bible says that from the flesh they will reap destruction. There is nothing in flesh. There is nothing glorious into the things of the world. Then the Bible is saying that in other verse that we're reading a few days ago, it says that the wages of sin is death. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. The Bible says what? The wages of sin. Romans chapter 6, verse number 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is what? Is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Then whoever investing into the things of flesh, the Bible said that that person will do what? Will reap destruction, which is equivalent to death. But whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit he will reap eternal life remember the bible says that god is a spirit his worshipers must worship him in spirit and what in truth and the bible said that if the bible said that god is a spirit and said whoever sows in this to please the spirit whoever sows to please god from this from God will reap what? Eternal life. Somebody who's sowing to please God is somebody who's doing the things of God with the whole of their heart to please God, doing the things of the Spirit. Amen. Doing the things of the Spirit. Sometimes we're talking about what? Praying. Amen. Sometimes we're talking about what? Spending the time of, in the presence of God. Sometimes we're talking about what? Giving. Amen. Amen. Trying to please the spirit, trying to please God. The Bible said that that person will reap what? Eternal life. Because God is not unjust. He will not forget your effort. He will not forget your work. He will not forget your prayers. He will not forget what you're doing. He will not forget your offering. Amen. The Bible said that one day there was a man who was always giving. This man's name was Cornelius. Cornelius, he was a giver even though he was not born again and he was worshipping God. He was a giver. As he was a giver and the Bible said that one day God was touched he was touched by the offerings of Cornelius. He was touched by the prayers of a man who was not born again by the name of Cornelius. And he sent an angel. That, and God said that, tell Cornelius, Cornelius, I have, I have received this offering. 
I have, when he was helping other people, when he was doing the wonderful things, when he was trying to pray, I have received them. His prayers, they've came like a remembrance of, I have remembered Cornelius. When Cornelius maybe was getting tired of doing good, of doing whatever he was doing for God and for his people, God said, no, what you were doing, Cornelius, you were not doing it in vain. You were touching my heart. Amen. As you were touching my heart, it is time to refresh you. As the Bible said that, God said that those who refreshes others will what? Will they themselves will what? Be refreshed. Then it was time for God to refresh Cornelius. Amen. I'm saying to Amen. you, your prayers are not in vain. Amen. Your time you are spending in the presence of God is not in vain. Amen. Your effort that you are you are doing to the things of God is not in vain. Amen. Your offering that you are giving to God is not in vain. It may seem like nobody is watching, but I'm telling you, the great Jehovah, the creator of heaven and earth, the, hey, the one who has created uh, us in his own image, the owner of it all, he's watching when nobody is watching. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. He is watching when nobody is watching. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. When you do the things of God, you must forget about people, but do it with the whole of your heart. Do it with the whole of your heart. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Let me tell you this. The Bible says that where two or three come together in my name, there I am in their midst. Let me tell you this. When the Bible says that there I am in their midst, it means that the God who is a spirit is in our midst. Sometimes, sometimes if we're physically here, you might look around and you might not see him, but you see each other. But it doesn't mean that he's not here. He is here. And he is the main guest in any one of our services. He's our main guest to any one of our prayers. He's the one whom we are having this service to have a meeting with. Then that's why whenever you are doing whatever, you are praying, whether you are singing, you are giving, you are in his presence, even though nobody may notice. But let him notice you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Yeah. He must notice you because he's the main guest. Even when you are offering, don't offer as you are offering to me. Let him be the one that you are, when it comes, if you are offering, you are offering to him, the one whom nobody can see. The Bible said that in the Old Testament. The Bible said that, any, the Bible said that anyone who will see God must die. Nobody is allowed to see God. It's not allowed. To Moses, the Bible said that when he wanted to see Moses, Moses wanted to see God. God said that, okay, I will make sure my goodness will pass, but you will only see my back. Because if you can see me the way I am, you have to die. Nobody is allowed to see God in this form. Then he come in the spirit so that we may live. 
He come to be our midst in the spirit that we may live. Then whatever you do, you do it for the spirit. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Sometimes you are busy, you are attending the services, you are praying. It's like, you go like, ah, is anybody noticing? Is anybody noticing what I'm doing or I'm doing it? in? I'm saying that God is doing what? God is noticing and he must be the one who notices more than anyone. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. When you have done it with all your heart, like the Bible says that in the book of Jeremiah 29 verse number 13, the Bible says that you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. When you do your everything with what? With all your heart. With all your beings. Not, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. This is one of the greatest secrets I found in my life. Amen. Amen. To be able to to be able to do things for the one who is a spirit. To the one who is a spirit. Sometimes I don't know. One day maybe you will have that opportunity where you will see me. If I have the chance to dance for him nicely in the service. Some people they used to think that maybe this man is crazy. Maybe this man, the way he's doing this thing. Why is he doing things like this? Because I'm seeing the main guest. I'm not seeing people. I forget who is human being anyway. Who is a man anyway? I'm, I'm seeing the one who's called ancient of days. The greater I am, the creator of heaven and the earth, ocean divider. Amen. The Holy One of Israel. Amen. Then when I'm doing everything for him, I forget about I don't care. But that time I don't care about anyone because I want to do everything to please the one who is a spirit. Then the people who, who does not have a revelation and who can who cannot recognize him and see him, when they see you doing things for, for the spiritual person, spiritual being, Jehovah, they will think, ah, you are out of your mind. Amen. Because they will say, ah, why are you talking alone? Why are you talking alone? Eh? Why are you dancing alone? Huh? You are dancing alone. Why are you talking alone? He said, no, no, he's here. They say, who, who, who? which one? I said, Jehovah is here. Amen. Amen. He's the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Then in order to walk with him perfectly and you do things for him well, he must be real to you. Amen. He must be real to you. Some people don't that's why they won't understand. Why are you praying every day? Why are the services all over? I want to fellowship with the one who's the spirit. He's a special guest. I, I want to invite him in my house. Imagine if you have an opportunity to invite, let's say, somebody who's big by the standard of this world, maybe a president. They say that you're about to host him in your house. This man, I'm not talking about a stingy president. I'm talking about the one who can just who can just do good things for you. But I'm talking about that. Imagine when you are able to to have God, 
the owner of the universe to visit in your house, to visit your car, to visit your... How how many meetings will you want to have with him? Will you want to just have one? Uh, uh, Those who, who want to have one meeting with him, they will remain small. But those who want to have constant, constant connection with him, he will make them big because he's big. Don't you want to rub shoulders with angels? Don't you want to rub shoulders with Jesus? Rub shoulders with the Almighty? It's on this kind of meetings. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. It's with on this kind of meeting. If you are a person who are a spiritual person who understand the spiritual things, you will know that these are not the meeting to meet with man. Because he have said, when two or three come together in my names, there I am with them. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing Amen. what I'm saying. Amen. And I found that sacred that I, I can invite him every day. I can invite him so many. Uh, and he comes. Uh, wow, I will do it over and over again. I will do it. He will come. And when he comes, he's blessing, my, he's blessing your life. When he comes, he's blessing your, your house. When he comes, he's, I don't know. Amen. He's mightier than the mightiest. Amen. Greater than the greatest, hallelujah. He is more generous than anyone. More generous than anyone. He's more generous than anyone. Is the is the if you want to know the one who's generous, it's him. Then when you fellowship with him sooner or later, he will make you big. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. David, when he started, he was just a nobody. He was just a nobody, but he was somebody. The Bible said that Jehovah called him the man after my own heart. In his family, they made David to be a shepherd boy. He was good for nothing. He could only only look for his father's flock. He was good for nothing. But the Bible said that David... When he will be there, he was a man after Jehovah's heart. He will be singing. He will be worshiping. He will be praising. He will be praising. And Jehovah was enjoying that. So now later, Jehovah sent a man, a man of God to come and anoint him. So now later, because of that anointing, David became big. He became the king of Israel. He even forgot that he was a he was looking afterward his father's flock. How did this happen? This happened when he spent time enjoy worshiping. Sooner or later, the Lord lift him up. I'm saying to you, it doesn't matter where you are in your life today. Hallelujah. But if you keep on spending time in the presence of God, if you keep on spending time with angels, if you keep on spending time with the King of Kings, sooner or later he will make you a king in Jesus' name. Amen. If you keep on spending your time hey, with the Lord of Lords, sooner or later he will make you a Lord. Amen. 
He will transform your life. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Okay, that's what the Bible says. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, whoever sows to please God from the Spirit, will receive eternal life, will receive eternal things, things from above. Amen. It depends. What do you value the most? What do you value the most? Do you value the things of the flesh the most? Do you value the things of the flesh the most? If you are a person of revelation, you will value the spiritual things the most. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. That you will end up sowing in spirit and in spiritual things. Even though some people, because they don't see whom you are honoring and you are sowing to and will call you out, it's like you are wasting your effort. It's like you are wasting your resources. It's like you are wasting your time. It's like, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. But sooner or later, you will reap the spiritual things. You will reap eternal things. The things from above. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You will reap the things from above. Amen. A Christian must reap heavenly things. Hallelujah. Verse number nine, the Bible says that, let us not be weary, become weary in doing good. For in proper time, you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. Do not be weary in doing the things, the the good things, doing it for God. Do not be weary. Do not get tired. That's what the Bible is saying that. Because sometimes, like I said, God is not, he does not come in physique. Like he's in your house tonight. Maybe if you are in your car, he's in your car tonight. Wherever you are, he is where you are tonight. In a special way that he has promised. But when he came, because he's a spirit, he did not come in the physical form. He came in the spiritual form. That sometimes, if you don't have the spiritual senses, you might not even feel his presence. You may look around and not see him. You may look around and not see those angels there. But it does not mean that they're not there. It doesn't mean that it's not there. Then when you are doing things for him, one of the things, do whatever you are doing for him by faith and don't get tired. Hallelujah. Don't do what? Don't get tired. Amen. As you don't get tired, the Bible says that in for in at a proper time you will reap the harvest. Now let me tell you, it does not end up saying that you will reap the harvest. You will reap the harvest if we do not give up. Let me tell you though. That means walking for God and being a harvester in God's harvest field. It is not for the heart, uh, 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 for the soft-hearted. It's not for those people who give up easily. 
I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. The Bible said that no can the door will be opened. Uh, let me tell you this. In knocking, the Bible said that in, in, in the in the vendor Bible will say that omba ombani. Omba ombani means what? Knock, 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 knock. Amen. It is actually. That means this English Bible, it, it has missed something there. It was a knock, 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 and the door will be open for you. But also you cannot blame the, the English one because it was translated from the Greek. Maybe the Greek, that is saying that knock, is not saying knock. Um, knock, 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 and the door will be what? Will be open for you. Amen. Knock, 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 knock. It's when don't give up. Knocking. With a, knock, 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 knock. And they don't, they don't hear you. They don't open. You knock once. But if you knock, 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 until you irritate the people who are inside. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. And they go like, hey, if we don't, let just let me just hear what does this person want. Amen. It's like we won't sleep here. Yeah. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm Amen. saying. In the book of Luke, chapter 18, verse number one, the Bible says that then Jesus told his disciples the parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. They should, it was Jesus Christ, they should always do what? Pray and not give up. Amen. He said that they should always do what? Always pray and not what? Give up. Amen. Let me tell you this. Down here, Jesus Christ talked about a parable. A parable of a certain woman who was looking for a justice. And the Bible said that she was looking for a justice from a judge. This judge, he was a stubborn judge. The Bible said that Jesus said that this judge was a wicked judge. This judge did not fear any man. He did not fear God. He did not even respect God. But because this woman, she kept on going to the judge asking for the same thing the judge now even gave up said that okay okay let me just turn this table for her favor Amen. i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying Amen. let's maybe the maybe the judgment it was not turned to her favor because things were right it was supposed to turn to her favor but because she kept annoying the judge that's why the judge said that, no, let the judgment be what? On your favor. And Jesus Christ was saying these things to say that we should always pray and not give up. Don't give up. May God give us the grace not to give up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Not to give up. And when we don't give up, we will receive what God has for us in Jesus' name. Amen. 
that's what the book of Galatians chapter 6 verse number 9 says that. Let us not be weary in doing good. Let us not be tired also in doing good. Let us not be tired in praying. Let us not be tired in spending time in the presence of God. Let us not be tired of giving. Let us not be tired of doing good things. For at a proper time, you will reap a harvest. If we do not give up, Hallelujah. May God give us the grace not to give up in Jesus' name. To be faithful in prayer. To be faithful to sow in every good way, in doing good, in praying constantly until we see the results. Hallelujah. As you are knocking, knocking. Hallelujah. Amen. Because of time tonight, we are going to sing tonight together as we're gonna, gonna as we are going to worship. As we're worshiping, we'll be praying to say, Oh God, help Amen. me not to give up. Amen. If somebody, let's say somebody, this person wants to be in shape, want to lose weight, and all that. That's what people do. Doing push-up, doing the exercise. Sometimes when you're doing the 50 push-ups, you feel like, hey, I'm getting tired. Is anything happening to me? I'm saying keep on doing what you have to do. Sooner or later, you will see the results. Because God is not what? is not unjust. The Bible said that in the book of Hebrews chapter 6, verse number 18. The Bible, it is impossible for God to lie. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. It is impossible for God to do what? To lie. He, and in the book of Numbers said that God is not a man that you could lie. Amen. He's not a man that he, can, he cannot lie. If he has promised that he is going to bless you when you have done certain activity, surely he will do what? He will bless you. Amen. The Bible is just saying that here. For at a proper time. We will reap the harvest. Galatians chapter 6, verse number nine, number 9. Sometimes you don't know the proper time. You think your time is a proper time. Amen. But God knows what? The proper time. Amen. Amen. Can we trust upon God? I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You know, sometimes, you know, the problem of the people is because they look at other people's life. And they begin to compare themselves with the other people. You are not other people. Amen. Amen. At a proper time, there is a proper time for you. Amen. Where Amen. God will elevate you, and nobody will say will not say anything. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. I'm saying there is what there is a proper time for you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You know, somebody like like Joseph, when he's going through all the problems, they want to throw him into the pit, his brothers. After they want to be thrown into the pit, they are selling him to be a slave. He goes to the slave. Things begin to turn better in Potiphar's house. He's a leader. But he's accused. He goes to prison. 
after when he got to the prison oh that's when god show up and begin to lift him up to be a prime minister in egypt but sometimes in the time of problems of his life he might have wondering why me why me why me in the prison why me a slave why me my family they are rejected me they want to kill me my brothers why me you don't know why you you are the prime minister tomorrow Amen. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You are a prime minister tomorrow. You are somebody big tomorrow. Amen. There is a proper time and something bigger and better. Amen. That's why you are going through what you are going through. Don't just compare yourself with others. Our destinies are not the same. Amen. Because the problem starts most of the time when you begin to compare yourself with somebody. Don't, don't compare. Don't compete. There is something better for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, tonight, let us get ready to sing for God because we are not able to sing for God tonight. Let us stand up. Get ready to worship him tonight as we're combining with all the prayers. Let me tell you this. Worship like you have never worshipped before. Sing for him like you have never sinned before. As you are about to sing for him, the Bible says that it was by worship that the walls of Jericho fell down, that the chains fell down in prison in terms of Paul, Apostle Paul and Silas, then worship in such a way something must happen by fire, by force. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us get ready tonight. Everybody to stand right now. Everybody. We just want you to know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen to this. 